and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians giving in touch through the power of books and especially our book club that we like to do. We have just finished our fourth book club book. I can't believe, I always forget how many we've read now, Claire, because it's been quite, we've read quite a few. <laughs> I know, we're we've, doing well, uh, aren't we? We've just finished Becoming by Michelle Obama, which was her like biography, which she wrote about, you know, her life and the presidency. And it was, it was our, the biggest book we've read so far. It was. There was a lot of stuff in there, wasn't there? I would say the um, the end of the the book was just talking about all of the the good that they did and all the different, you know, the the food um, healthy eating initiatives, all that kind of stuff, wasn't it? And and the 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 things they do for the girls from slightly disadvantaged backgrounds to give them, you know, opportunities, isn't it? She kind of spoke about the administration and their legacy, and I, I thought it was quite a nice summary. And it, what I enjoyed the most about the end part of this book was that it showed that it doesn't matter how much power you have, even if you're the president of the United States, change is hard to come by. You know, you could have yeah. all the legal power, but actually, just getting something changed in a democratic society, it's, it takes so long. And yes, they managed to push all this stuff through, but things like gun laws, they couldn't change them, despite all of the tragedy that she highlighted in the book. And that was such a shame. And it is a shame to this day. I don't know why Americans can't give it up. I don't know. It's just it's just absolutely awful, isn't it? Because she she mentioned about the young girl who was part was part of some she she did some musical thing for s- some presidency thing and she ended up being shot didn't she yeah that and story that just... stayed with me oh gosh it was so it was so, so awful. sad and then obviously the the primary school you know when someone came in and just shot up all the children yeah, yeah. I just think you know I was speaking about we I went to Costco the other day and I was like oh Costco crazy but I was thinking you know when you go to like American shops or whatever and you think oh I want to go to Walmart and then you think actually Walmart is a place where they buy their toys their groceries and then there's just guns that you can buy as well yeah yeah and could you imagine if you went into Tesco's and it was just a gun aisle be mad absolutely mad <laughs> yeah I, I I just don't I don't understand it and you would think with all these different shootings that happened that you would think it's not a good idea and I don't know why do you want to have a gun I it baffles me as well you know the innocent the innocent people and it's always happens at school as well quite often it's always the innocent people and it's yeah if you arm yourself it's never for protection because if nobody had arms there would you're not um thinking there's going to be violence and if you have a exactly. gun, it's more likely someone's going to get shot than if you don't. Yeah. But anyway, so that was a really big point in the end half. It was a big point. And I think they were really, really frustrated, weren't they, with not being able to push that through. But they did an awful lot of good. I really felt like, uh, you know, because they were only allowed to do two terms. Mm. I didn't realise that. So they had to leave, didn't they? Yeah, because, they, uh, I, they'd you know, stayed they'd stayed and done their bit and it's really sad because I think they were upset that Donald Trump had got in and knew that all that good that they'd done is probably going to you know end up getting reversed which it did <laughs> to the most part yeah. 
Um, I just think it's mad, isn't it? American politics is just crazy. Do you think Donald Trump kept the vegetable garden going? <laughs> I don't know what he did in his, in his administration oh, I don't term, know. but it was nothing no. to do with anything important. So No. I don't know. He, I bet he didn't even know there was a vegetable garden. No, because she made it even bigger before they left as well, didn't mm. they? And oh, I don't know. I just feel like they did so much good. And like she said um, in her book, that they didn't, there was no um, stories about them that came out. There was nothing bad, was there? They no. were just in there. And it, I felt like they were really approachable and they were lovely to the staff that worked in the White House and just so giving you know i just think they did so much good for the for the for the country so much good and they i think when they were in office the amount of things that moved forward in terms of human rights was monumental especially in the lgbtq community a lot of those things were getting reversed during trump's administration but now biden's in you know everything has sort of been ironed out again but it, this is the thing with American politics. They can be so flip-floppy and so different that you spend eight years trying to build the country to the way it needs to be and then someone just comes in in four and completely upends it all. You think, what's yeah. the point? What is the point? <laughs> what's the point? Exactly. You know, in the UK, when you look at Conservative and Labour, they're practically the same party. So whoever gets in, you're like, they're both going to do yeah. a bad job. No one's going to yeah. do anything, like, <laughs> crazy that's different exactly. to the other one. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a really good book. Definitely a great choice, Claire. I mean, you had uh, the benefit of reading it and also listening to the audiobook when you were in the Philippines. Oh, I know, because I had to take the library book back because somebody wanted to borrow it so they wouldn't renew it. So I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no. no. And this was like two days before we were going to the Philippines. So I thought, oh, I'll get it on audiobook. So I got a free audiobook of it on them one of them trial things oh yeah and um yeah there was a, a, a there was a journey I had a van journey um on the island of Palawan to get to uh, a town called El Nido and that is where I listened to the majority of the end of the book so it, it got me through that journey brilliant choice Claire I really enjoyed it but that does mean listeners we're on to a new book and it is a book that I've chosen, and it has had a lot of hype, actually. This book is all over TikTok and everywhere. And it is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. And the cover of this book is just gorgeous. Um, and it is currently in hardback at the moment. So I'll read the blurb just because Claire's hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got mine yet. So, this is not a romance, but it is about love. Two kids meet in a hospital gaming room in 1987. One is visiting her sister and the other is recovering from a car crash. The days and months are long there. Their love of video games becomes a shared world of joy, escape and fierce competition. But all too soon that time is over, fades from view. When the pair spot each other eight years later in a crowded train station, they are catapulted back to that moment. The spark is immediate and together they get to work on what they love, making games to delight, challenge and immerse players, finding an intimacy in digital worlds that eludes them in their real lives. Their collaborations make them superstars. This is a story of the perfect world Sadie and Sam build, the imperfect world they live in 
and of everything that comes after success, money, fame, duplicity, and tragedy. Mm. Sounds right up our street. Yeah. It definitely sounds up your street with the gaming side yeah. of it. <laughs> but then there's the like emotional and tragedy, which I know you like emotional tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to reading it. I've had yeah, this um, sort of thought about for a while as well. I saw it. I think I heard someone talking about it on the radio and I thought, oh, I'd like to, I'd like to read that. Because mm. I mentioned I got this to Claire for Christmas because I was really excited about it. And you were like, can that be our next book club? Because I want to read it too. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. put it in because we're both excited about Excellent. it. Excellent. Very excited. So it is a chunky monkey, bit of a chunky book. Um, so we're going to get to chapter four. So the beginning of chapter four, which I think is about page 46. So we're just going to read the first three chapters um, to get ourselves going into this book. So please read along with us. It's a very popular book, so I'm sure a lot of you might have already read it. So no spoilers if you have. Mm. So, Claire, <laughs> tell me, what have you been reading when you've been on holiday? Oh, well, I did a lot of photographing of this, and I did a, quite a lot of Instagramming and twi- tweeting and stuff like that. But I have finished Paper Cup by Karen Campbell. And this was quite an emotional read. You know I like a bit of an emotional read. Um, with a journey. You know, I like a journey as well. She goes on a journey. (laughs) And um, it's about a character called Kelly, who is homeless. And um, she's got alcohol. She's a bit of an alcoholic. And that's kind of what led her to become homeless, you find out, through the book. So what happens in the beginning is um, there's this girl who's on a hen party. And she ends up giving Kelly some money, some change. You know, she's a bit drunk and she wants to give her some change. And she gives her some change, but she also loses her ring. And Kelly finds the ring. And the whole premise of the story is her taking this ring back to the girl who, who'd lost the ring before her wedding, before she gets oh, married. Oh, wow. Yeah. And on this journey, you discover why she became homeless. It was through alcoholism and there was something that happened during one of her phases of alcoholism that sort of led her to become homeless. But she meets different characters through the book and she does actually do something that she saves this man's life. I won't say too much about what happened but she saves somebody's life and this journalist finds out and she's also trying to track her down but she's obviously got not Kelly's not aware of this she ends up with a dog at one <laughs> point she saves a dog and but what also what happens is as you're reading the book you'll get a chapter that will go back onto one of the characters that she's helped or heard about or been talking to and it goes a little bit into their story and then it will go back to her story and then it keeps dropping back into her past and stuff like that. It's really, it's quite an emotional read and there's people take advantage of her when she's drunk as well, which is really sad. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it, so I'm giving it a renewal. Yay! (laughs) That's good. It sounds really emotional, but I like the key theme of 
paying it forward, like just being nice to people. That's a really nice message. And it's nice that you go into the other people's lives to see if, you know, the sort of changes that she made just by being nice. Well, exactly. And the thing is, is she is a she is a nice character and she's just needed help. And, and she did get a bit of help. She did have a therapist. But she just ended up getting into sort of difficult situations, which just led her just to go down the path of ending up being homeless. It was quite interesting, one bit of it, because it was like getting into the system and the fact that she's in the system, but she can't get some money because she hasn't got this or hasn't got that, which then sends another ball rolling. And that ends up sort of making her homeless because you haven't got this that leads to this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that was quite interesting. So, um, yeah, she never judge any homeless people. And, you know, they've all got past stories. So, very sad. In, in terms of my reading, I'm still reading Ariadne by Jennifer Saint, and I was so close to finishing it. <laughs> I, I always have three books on the go. One on my Kindle, because I can take it anywhere. One is an audio book for when I'm on, like, the bus or something, and I my eyes are tired. And then I always have a paper book that I like to read. So because our new book club book is a physical book that I own, I, I need to finish Ariadne so I can start reading that one. And I'm so close. And I must say, I'm really, really enjoying this book. You know, I've enjoyed every second with it. My idea of Ariadne was she was the princess of Crete that helped Theseus kill the Minotaur. So I was like, how is there a book this big about that small story? But actually, it goes much bigger than that. And I've, I've learned quite a lot about Greek myths because I've heard Jennifer Saint retells them quite accurately. She just puts a bit of a feminist spin on them. So I've, I've really enjoyed the story and I like how she's painted Theseus as this like really arrogant hero that's not mm. very nice. And yeah, it's really good. And then... The other book that I was reading, which I was reading last time as well, is Hysteria by L.J. Ross. This is the the audiobook that I'm listening to, and I accidentally listened to this one and then realised it was book two in a series. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought, okay. hopefully there's no spoilers. At the moment, the bus is £2, which is dirt cheap. So I've been listening to this book a lot whilst I've been travelling back and forth. And there are a few spoilers. I think I know who the killer is in the first book, just from what he said. <laughs> so, oops. Right, okay. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. I'm following it a bit better this time. There are a lot of French accents, which keeps me engaged. Because I'm like, ooh, who's this person? <laughs> Mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a really good thriller. And then, finally, I'm reading on my Kindle a really cheesy, really cheesy romance because I picked this up on Valentine's Day because I thought, why not? And it's called Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. Um, and it's a proper cheesy rom-com, but instead of... I guess maybe the only difference is, is that the two leads that are following in love are both women, so that's why I thought I might enjoy it a bit better, because it's representation that I will engage better with. But oh my gosh, it's so cheesy, Claire. It's like every cliche is you it? can imagine. I don't know if you've, ever watched a, if you've ever watched a Hallmark movie. It's just like a Hallmark movie. Right. Small American town. Yeah. She's like a photographer with tattoos, yeah. misguided. Right. Everyone is like, you know. <laughs> and then the woman she's falling in love with is a librarian. Oh. Uh. 
I know. I know. It's just like borderline, is it too much? Probably. You've been reading some quite heavy books, so this is quite nice just to to relax with, really, isn't it? I would say yes, because it's like Greek mythology, murder mystery, and then I just, yeah. when I'm at work, that's the book that I'm reading at work on my lunch break, and I'm just like, oh, la, 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 la. it's so funny, but it can be a bit, you know, eyebrow-raising at times. You're like, Ooh. I hope no one else is reading what's on the Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I am really enjoying that. It's a bit of a guilty pleasure book. Um, yeah. But yeah, really fun. And yeah, that's all I've been reading, actually. I'm hoping to finish some books. Obviously, I managed to finish Michelle's Becoming, which felt like quite the celebration. Cause it's like, yeah. I've been reading that for like five months now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With our reaction. We've actually, done, we've actually done quite well getting through that and reading mm. other books at the same time. It's a I big book, so. isn't it? So um, we'll have to start picking smaller books. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll have to do a nice fiction, a nice uh, fiction quick read. Yeah, <laughs> a Barrington Comic Stoke. book. <laughs> yeah, Barrington Stoke. Send us a proof copy of a book. <laughs> yeah. Dip into copies. YA. We could dip back into YA. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what I did want to mention, actually, you know, I was talking about Paper Cut by Karen Campbell. And in the, in the um, story, it mentions a place called Wigtown, which I thought mm. might have been fictional, but it isn't. It's, it is an actual place in Scotland, and it's just below Glasgow, because the book is kind of based around Glasgow. And um, it is known as Scotland's National Book Town. No. Yeah. Yeah. And they have an annual book festival. And it's, uh, I think it's on the 30th of March to the 2nd of April this year. And they have more than a dozen bookshops and book-related businesses in the town. It's only a small town. It's like on the coast. I really want to go and visit it, actually. It I was going to say, quaint. I want to go sounds to Wigtown. And they've got this, this B&B, right, which is a bookshop. And you can go and stay there, right, but you run the bookshop. It's called what? The Open Book. Yeah, you run the bookshop while you're staying there. So you experience running a bookshop. That is mental. <laughs> yeah, then. And you decide when you're going to open and close and you just stick a sign on the door when you're out visiting somewhere or doing something. Could you imagine if you actually wanted to shop there? You'd never know when it'd be open. Well, no, yeah. But yeah, you run the bookshop while you're staying there. <laughs> that's, that's a novel idea yeah <laughs> let's go no. <laughs> do a podcast from there <laughs> so uh, that's Wigtown and that features wow. in the uh, in the story there you go next travel destination yeah Wigtown from the Philippines to Wigtown <laughs> yeah <laughs> slightly different <laughs> very <laughs> Um, I haven't chosen my next book yet. I will have it for the next podcast because I've not long. I've only just finished Paper Cup, so I didn't start another book. I'm a bit tired at the moment, so I just needed to chill out for a, a little yeah. while and get myself back into it. So that's all from us this week. We are back as normal every Monday now at eight a.m. 
um, if you missed us last week. Tough, but we're back. <laughs> we are reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin, and we're going to be getting to chapter four, which I think is page 46. So please read along with us. As always, follow us on our Instagram at Lounger with Books to catch up with what books are on our TBRs, what books have caught our fancy, and of course, our books at lovely coastal locations, which Claire takes for us. <laughs> <laughs> it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.